Hi, I'm Georges. I am a travel fanatic and a volleyball enthusiast. My dream for a long time has been to start a new kind of travel vlog that combines both my desire to explore, discover, or rediscover a part of the world that is dear to me and use it as a medium for a cultural conversation. I want to reintroduce you to my voice, particularly to a new series of conversations that I have curated. In this bi-weekly series, I take you along with me in my travels, and I use that as a medium for conversations that embrace both pop culture and political discourse. I dare you to listen. I'm Georges, and this is Culturally Speaking. Welcome back. Today, I give you another conversation with me and Preston. We tackle two controversial topics. One, money and relationships. And two, the expectations of black manhood. Here we go. The Gabrielle Union, the Gabrielle Union fifty fifty story. I don't know. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did hear about that, and I, I've got a lot to say about fifty fifty. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I know you're in a relationship right now, so you're gonna be in the hot spot. <laughs> right, 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 right. There we go. Um, from a young age, right? There's never been a time that I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying everything has to be fifty fifty, right? <clears throat> but there's never been a time where I've had all 50, you know, like I've had like 30 or I had 20 and my girl got me, right? Right. Or I had all 80 and I'm just, just, just out here just spending money on this girl, right? Right. Um, so I, I feel like there's never going to be a sense of like a 50-50. Like I've never, like even when I was in, when I was in college, so like there's times where I've had money because, you know, I was in college on a scholarship, you know, and like I had the GI Bill. Right. And there was times where I just didn't because if I didn't go to school, I wasn't getting paid. Right. right. So there was times where I've, I've, you know, girls done or girls that I dated during that time had reached out to a parent to help us out, you know, and there's right. times where she never had to reach out to her parents at all. Right. right. Yeah. There was time when my girl was living with me for free, just going to school. Right. 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 And then it was time for me to go to go back to school and for me to find a job. And she took on that responsibility as well. Right. I, I tend not to date people that like, oh, you got to pay a hundred percent, or you have to do fifty because it's like it's not realistic, right? What if I just yeah. lose my job one day, right? Like, right? You know, I just know one thing: if one of us is over a quarter million dollars, maybe like three hundred annually, like then somebody could stay home, <laughs> right? right? Oh, that's an interesting point, and I'm I'm definitely gonna come back to that because I I don't I don't, know, I don't know what stay home means, but we definitely come back to that right. after after. And you make this point. Um, but I definitely feel like when I was younger, there was the sense of where we, that, that we're moving in a direction where women were just wanting, the women would, would want to be financially right. 
stable or being able to financially contribute to a big part of the family, mm -hmm. right? Now that, of course, that can change when someone's pregnant, someone can't work or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then I definitely feel like that's a direct, we're moving in a 50-50 direction in life, not only in, in finances, but also in gender equality and everything. But then I, the weird thing is when I started working and I started dating as someone who had a job, I started realizing that there were a lot more women who did not want 50-50. They want you to cover everything. A hundred percent. And then they still, have, they still got a job. They still working. They're just doing something else with it. And you're covering everything else. I had, I had a, a girl who I were getting really close to each other, um, mm -hmm. on hinge, but we had never actually talked to each other, like outside of hinge, right? We had talked for like a month. And I felt like we were close. And then we decided to exchange each other's number. And then I text her and she's like, oh, you got an Android? And she ghosted me. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I am traumatized by that. <laughs> I was like, I am like that low for you because I don't have an iPhone. And I, I knew you like, wasn't like a Blackberry dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's still not an iPhone because it's still cheaper. And I was like... Yo, I have assets. I have real assets. You right. are out here with your iPhone. I have like tangible shit like that I, I own. I don't, <laughs> I don't need an iPhone. And I was literally like, the fact that I tell that story this often, it's like I was super traumatized by that. But like that just for me, that like that solidifies the point for me that there are just a lot of women who say they want to be financially independent or say they want some form of gender equality, but then they still want the guy to carry all of the yeah, financial yeah. responsibilities, which brings me to your question about someone not um, getting to a point where someone makes like a quarter million and then someone gets to stay home. So my thing is this, right? Uh, and this has been in every relationship I've ever been in. Like I make sure the girl that I meet is on, like, I guess, I I get her to, you know, to a better place than, you know, where I met her at, right? Like, right. You know, because God forbid anything happens, like, yo, I'm not trying to be the reason why you're like, oh, no, I don't give up, like, 10 years of earnings for this right. man, da 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 da, da right? Mm -hmm. No, like, you, you're going to get, you know, you're going to find another way to make, make money, right? Right. Um, but at the same time, what I meant was also with that, as a couple, you tend to build on each other. So it's like, you know, if I if I put off school for a little bit just so you can go to school, just so you could like, you know, find the corporate ladder, you know, you know, let it be reciprocal. You know? Right. Because uh, also at the same at the end of the day, like, yeah, somebody making, you know, six figures, like, let's say a lot of people are doing at a hundred thousand, but a hundred thousand is not that much anymore. It really you know? like, <laughs> so let's say like 150, if somebody's making 150, it's like, yo, don't expect any, don't expect no one to take care of you right then and there. Like, exactly. they're, they're just they're just scratching the surface right and at the same time it's like yeah yo if that person gets to you know i, I don't even want to say a quarter month because it's got to be more than that right like right. hey I, I think like a because let's say you both couple make like 100 and 180 right right each person so that's like 360 if one person's making 360 i think that's fine right if, if, they, if they had that conversation like if, if the girl said hey yo my job stresses me the hell out. Like I'm trying to chill. If I'm making 360, you're good. You know, or if I say the same thing, I'm trying to I'm trying to 
find something that I love to do. I'm trying to find my passion. Are you are you for me? That's not chilling though. That's not that's not I'm trying to chill. That's not stay at home. Stay at home would be only works if there's a baby involved. <laughs> I, I mean, and, or, or or that too, right? Like sometimes like I, I've seen I've seen stories like I not even I've seen stories. I, I actually know like some guys that just they their their wives are working. And they're they're stay at home dads. They're like right. like they just always wanted to be active fathers, right? Right, right. Which I respect because it's like, no, yo, I seen your kid play football, <laughs> right? Right, right. Or I seen the you know your the scholastics that your kid has achieved. Like you, this yeah. is a straight A student. Like I and I love that, right? Because it's like yeah. why can't? Oh, because and this I, I want to say this is going to get into our next conversation, right? Right, like. Why are we following these gender norms that like a European like society has like forced upon us? That right. doesn't make sense to me, right? It shouldn't be man, woman, right? It should be just like, hey, you're like like surround your entire household, surround yourself in love, you know? Right. If right. that's what works out for y'all, that's what's gonna work out for you. Getting into the next conversation, like you said, that I feel like I feel like there's a push and pull between how we redefine manhood as in the in liberal spaces, right? Right? People who are liberal are redefining manhood the way we are in terms of like breaking down gender norms and breaking down what a man is supposed to be. Because in the past, a man was supposed to be the provider, the protector. Mm-hmm. Um, I can provide, but I can't protect for shit. <laughs> <laughs> If someone, if you attack someone on the street, don't expect me. I don't have anything. You ain't, you ain't got a gun. You never shot before. <laughs> I'm like, you want to fight? You better, you better have the the, the arms to fight. Because right. I am not doing that. Right, but, right. but basically, I'm just saying, like, there's a push and pull between like what what liberals are conceiving manhood to become. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like in black manhood is still it's still what the expectation of black what is a black a black manhood is still very conservative yes you have to let your woman evolve and like have her passions have her finances together but you at the same time you still should be able to provide like i feel like there's still expectations to provide protect and like be there and be the struggle regardless of what happens it almost Mm -hmm. feels like the woman's supposed to be like an extra added to it by liberating women into becoming their full selves and attaining their full potential. We were also, in my mind, we were also liberating men to be able to express all the parts of themselves that they've not been able to express mm-hmm. historically. But then that seems to be the case when we in liberal circles. But when you're talking about in black circles, that's still very conservative. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And 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 to, and to that point, right? Like, because uh, I, I I agree with you. I like what was the sense of of pushing feminism if we weren't about like equality for everyone, right? You know, if we weren't about if we weren't about um you know breaking gender and binary like norms, right? Things that's like like things that we already know is antiquated and outdated, right? And it's like why should you hold me to a standard that you're not going to hold everyone else to, right? right? Um, and the thing the thing about that is I. We know, right? <laughs> I hate to sound like some 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 basic bro, right? But we, you know, let's look at it from like a Maslow's hierarchy sense. Like, yo, I can't have a a a, a better sense of self 
if I don't know myself or if, or if you're not allowing me to be my true self or what I, you know, identify as, right? Right. As far as, as a person, as far as a human being, as far as a man, you know, uh, to me, you know, black manhood is respect, like uh, accepting responsibilities, you know, like, um, and also, you know, not only accepting responsibilities, you know, help people kind of embrace each other right like like that, again that's like, it goes back to that sense of community like yo i'm i'm gonna be here for you i want you to be your best sense of self because like i'm tired of us driving combustion cars and like <laughs> and, <laughs> wildfires right like I, I feel like when everybody gets to know themselves, we get to like i don't know work on teleportation right <laughs> right let me let me let me test that thesis though are you are you are you the type of guy who can cry in front of you woman? can you can you I thought you right? were willing to. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I thought you were willing to be your full self. Now, now, yeah, yeah, now, no, no. now there's and some I, boundaries. No, no, and I and I can right. And it's funny. It's funny you asked that question because, like, I remember <laughs> again. It was in college. I remember this girl came up to me. She was like, "I've never seen you cry," <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was a girl. I was, I was like, the fuck you mean you ain't never seen me cry? What do you mean you cry for? <laughs> like, I felt like I was being attacked. Like, why? Why am I crying? Right like, now? are you trying to hurt me right now so I can cry? <laughs> I, remember, I remember, like, this this emotion came out of nowhere. She's like, you, you, you know, you've been seeing so much messed up stuff. Like, you know, I just, you just need to let it out. Like, you just need to like be yourself. Like, just feel something. Like, I've never seen. Like, even when you're sad, like you don't show it. Like. She just dropped a whole bunch of shit on me, and I just <laughs> I busted out into tears. I was like, "Oh God!" Oh wow! Crazy? And but you see, I, but to be honest, though, you have to, you have to, you have to have, you have to have the girl, and be sure that the girl ain't going nowhere before right. one of those tears drop. You know? <laughs> and that's what's crazy, right? Because at the same time, it's like, yo, we live in a society where girls don't like men that cry, right? I can't right. see any weakness, right? I mean, they and say I, they say they do, but yeah. fact that they don't, you know. And I, yeah. I've, I've been. You know, I've been, I've been soft to talk to man up, you know, or especially, you know, especially at the military, you, you, you take a punch, you keep moving. Right. 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 Like, um, and I think growing up also, you know, there's been times where people kind of tease me as if like, oh, you're soft. Right. So it's like, I, I, I've learned to put on a hard shell, you know, right. I'm, I'm one, I'm out of like four children. I'm the only boy. Right. right. Um, so it's yeah. like. You know, and then even like growing up with my cousins, right? We used to rough outs all the time. Like I had to, I had to learn how to be tough. So yeah. that moment, I was just, it just kind of broke a lot of things that I thought to myself. Like I thought I knew myself, but it's like, no, nah, you're right, yo. I don't cry. I don't allow myself to feel emotions, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, did you see, um, is his name Tyler James? Yeah. Yeah, I have. The guy from from uh, Abbott Elementary, yeah, right. He, I think he published something because there were a lot of rumors about because of of course they were like sometimes he dresses in the way that is not like the most masculine right. ever, especially on the red carpet, which is weird because everyone on the red carpets kind of does like a mis a mixture of like male, female, gender non gender neutral, and like he had to address like the fact that people like had speculations about about him being being uh being gay what did you think about like that conversation that i think that's a conversation that needs to be had right um right it's because i i, I also respect it because it's like number one when people it's just, it's just like listen sex is a spectrum right right like everybody on it is fucking you know what i mean right. so it's like right. why, what does it matter 
like unless unless you're attracted to me or like, like right. unless like what does it matter who I am as a person or behind closed doors, right? Exactly. Like love is love. And I like I definitely think that that was a conversation that needed to be had because also at the same time, he was right. Like it causes like thrift between people that's like people that's trying to come out, you know, right. people that's trying to, you know, like I know this is who I am and I'm right. not, you know, it, there's no budging. Right. Um, and it, it also caused people kind of kind of to like hide back into the closet, right? Right. Like right. Seeing them, you know, like for example, I don't know if if a girl is bi and you're sitting here and you're saying like, nah, yo, like that's weird, right? She knows she's bi. Is that her problem? <laughs> that's not. I just. I just wanna, to be honest, I just wanna... <laughs> that that is always only a problem when that's a guy. If it's a woman, to be, I've never seen a guy who's like, "Yo, she's bi." I, I hate that. Like, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely think like it's, it's just like, yo, what's the beef, right? Like, yo, I'd be pissed. I, this is me. Like, I'd be pissed if someone is like, "Oh my god, you like girls? What? You be eating pussy? Ew, that's hetero." Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, we gonna get you, to that point. We, you, know, you, be, you be hitting, and, you be hitting it from the back. Oh, that's pretty ill. Like, yo, get out, the, get the fuck out of my business. Right? Yeah, I like to do. That's me, but yo, leave me the fuck alone. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely, I do feel though, like I'm like that. We are at a point where. Like most people, like for most people, at least for our generation, like the late millennials and the Gen Zers, like it's not as much of like a, it's not a thing. Like it's not, I like, I'm wondering if like two generations from us, I don't know if like coming out will be a thing. Right. Anymore. You know right. what I mean? Um, so I found, I definitely found it interesting that he, he addressed it because like, I think there were, there were a couple of artists like that. Uh, what's his name? The other singer guy, Sean Mendes, uh-huh. who had kind of a similar situation when he was younger. Um, and then like, he was kind of like, he almost got mad about it. He was like, I don't want to be offensive, but now you're pushing me to be offensive and like, right. you the community because I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to prove to you something that like, I don't need to prove, which is right. like, yeah, it's definitely very interesting. But I, I was very like, I was very happy with the way he decided to handle that situation. articulated very well. Yeah. But it's, I still think that he's still very much an exception when we come to how black men handle that question. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I feel like because he's a celebrity. Not because he's a celebrity, but like I definitely do feel like he he's one of the the few who would be willing to address it head on and not feel any form of discomfort with addressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, like remember the Jonathan Major situation where he like wore a pink pant or something in the. Uh, in, a, in a photo shoot, um, he didn't address that, and right. I think that would have been interesting for him to address it. To be like, "Yo, do you have a problem? <laughs> like, right. like unless I'm dating you or I'm with you, like, what they is?" They really it? did rag him too because they were talking about the the other photo shoot with him and Michael B. Jordan when they were like hugging each other and stuff like that. It's right, like, Yo. you know, like uh, I mean. Yeah, why can't they just be happy for you? You you feel me? It's just like, yo, listen, you know how much money they got just to hug each other (laughs) (laughs) or whatever magazine it was, right? Like, yo, let me get my fucking money, (laughs) yo, for a couple of million dollars. (laughs) A lot of people like a lot more. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was really shocked by that. And to be honest, like, even 
and even though in the way they and they they clearly were like good friends right mm-hmm. and like even in the way they communicated affection it still felt stiff like to me like i felt like they were closer than they looked like it, yeah. still, it still felt like like it was still kind of like a like a very like stiff thing in the way they communicated they communicated like affection mm-hmm. toward each other and for me that like that's a whole thesis about the way right. we expect black men to like express uh affection and right. like and we still in my in my my book we're still miles miles away from being able to express affection as easily as women express affection right. to each other um yeah, and I think it's 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 up to each person to decide where, whether or not they're willing to live within the confines of what is expected in your lifetime. Because if you're expecting society to catch up to what you want to do in the way that you want to express affection in your lifetime, you might not get that opportunity. And so, like, I feel like just more people just need to like be like, "Fuck what is expected of society." Like, I only have one life, and so if I want to express affection a certain way, I'm going to do it. And that's definitely the way in which like I'm. I'm approaching my life. Still a lot of things that I'm not willing to do, but (laughs) I I definitely feel it. Like, uh, see me also, I went to high school in the suburbs. Right. So like all my friends were like, I was, you know, I wasn't everybody's black friend, (laughs) but the black friend of people that I was, you know, they, they were real comfortable around around me and everything like that to the point where they could be themselves, you know? So I like, I guess I've learned that, you know, I guess to kind of break that barrier with, when it comes to, you know, masculinity, or when it comes to just expressing myself and like my, my love for my friends, like, yo, it wasn't until it, like, I remember, I remember the day it happened when I was in the military, I was, it was my first time on the flight deck, right? And I had to hook something up to a plane and the, it, like, the props was going, right? And in order to, after you hook it up, you have to run a certain way. I ran the wrong way to the point where I was facing the prop, but I cut this way because it was out of fright, right? I was very nervous. I was very anxious. And they told me, like, hey, man, like, you, you know, are you okay? Like, you were, like, three to five feet away from getting split in half. Well, right? after that day, every conversation that I had with my family, at the end of the conversation, I, I made sure. Because, like, I never said I love you. Right? That's something yeah, that we still, don't do in, in like, a, a I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, assume, right? It's, like, yeah. Assume. Right? Yeah, it's like it's almost like a slap is a better way to say I love you. Right. <laughs> right. Or, you know, so, but I started to say I love you after every conversation with my family and then also with my friends. Like, when one of my best friends was just like, yo, like, I love you, man. Like, yo, I don't, it was kind of that thing because it's like, yo, I don't know the last time I'm going to see anybody. Right. Right. And it brought me back to the last time I saw my grandmother was on her deathbed. And that's the last time I got to tell her I love her throughout mm-hmm. my entire life. Like she knew I loved her, but it's just like, no, I like, I need to express this. I need to make sure everyone hears it, especially you specifically. Right. Right. So after that, like, I don't know, I, I definitely kind of changed my views of like my relationship with my friends and how I express myself. Like, so if somebody want to call me soft, it's like, that's because nobody love you. You know? <laughs> 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 you know? Thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time. <laughs>